You know, I was going to talk just about Aaron Rodgers today. But then my friend sent me this uh, newspaper front page. And I got to tell you, it's a little bit more important. Mm-hmm. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Lombardi Time Brews, and I'm just going to get this out right of the way. If you don't want to hear about Aaron Rodgers, I'm sorry. Today, we've got to cover this. Um, There is so many happening happenings going on right now with the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers and that side team, the New York Jets. So today, I'm going to dissect what we know right now versus what we don't know. And frankly, the pile of what we don't know is a lot larger than the pile of what we do. Can we piece together some things? Totally. Can we read the tea leaves? 100%. But we unequivocally know a couple of things. There's a pile of things that we don't know. And I don't know when we're going to get clarity either. Okay? We're going to dive into this. It may not be quick. We may know. Maybe Rodgers is going to get traded. Maybe Rodgers is going to retire. But we don't know for certain we don't know when we're going to get total finality on this if he's traded when is the compensation package going to come in for the packers many many questions have yet to be answered this is going to be a long week okay so let's cover aaron Rodgers. what we know what we don't first thing as reported in the middle of the night by trey wingo yes that trey wingo who used to be at espn the same trey wingo who broke the randall cobb trade news a couple years back yes he's exaggerated about some rogers things at times but he's been pretty dead on with his news breaking about aaron Rodgers over the last couple of years and so it started at about one in the morning last night he got trey wingo just randomly dropping a bomb that Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets have talked. Now, here's the thing. The Packers had to give them permission for that talking to occur if that tweet were accurate, right? Otherwise, it's tampering, and the Jets would be, I mean, the penalties from the NFL for this kind of tampering would be harsh, okay? So we know that if that conversation actually occurred, then yes, The Green Bay Packers had to give permission for it to occur. So that was one o'clock in the morning last night. And let me tell you, it is very, very interesting to see who in the Packer fandom is on Twitter at one o'clock in the morning versus who is not. I was there. Huh. There are some characters on Twitter at one in the morning, just in case you were wondering. But moving on from that, we know that. Okay. So then wake up this morning and all of a sudden you've got multiple people now reporting the same thing, verifying this report that Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets have talked. Okay. That must mean that the Green Bay Packers have given permission for that conversation to occur, which eventually was verified and backed up by Green Bay reporters, Tom Silverstein, Rob Domofsky, amongst others. So we know that now. For certain, these two teams have talked. But that does lend itself to one thing that we don't know right off the bat, is who requested for the conversation to occur. Is it that Aaron Rodgers called up Brian Gutekunst and said, hey, I'm thinking Jets, make it happen. Or... Was it the Packers telling Aaron, hey, 
you should really look into your options. We're not saying one thing one way or another, but you really should look into your options. And then the conversation started. So we don't know. And that's a pretty big piece as to figuring out which way this is going to go versus not. So did Aaron Rodgers want to start the conversation? Did the Packers? You know, the Jets want it in. Also, here's another side thing that we don't know is, are there more teams lining up to do talks with Aaron Rodgers or the Jets, the exclusive negotiating partner for both Rodgers and the Packers from the respective angles that they're both working at? Is it possible right now that there's a mystery team lingering out there or that the Raiders get a chance? Is this like Derek Carr shopping himself in free agency? Or is this an exclusive for the Jets, Packers, or nobody? So that's what we don't know about this one particular topic. Another thing that we don't know is, is compensation between the Packers and the Jets already agreed to? It's possible. We know that. Now, Ian Rappaport on NFL Network, he reported something different. He said that if Rodgers does indeed want to go to the Jets, then they would work out the compensation accordingly. But we know in the NFL, per how contracts work, per how these things normally work, generally speaking, that trade compensation is worked out first. That if you're going to allow your asset, your player, to go talk to another team because you know that you're done with them, then you probably already have made sure that both teams can work together on a trade, right? Now, I know that this is a special circumstance. Of course, this is Aaron Rodgers. It's a unique contract. This trade is massively complicated. But we still don't know. Have the Packers and Jets talked? Joe Douglas, Brian Gutekunst, Mark Murphy, Woody Johnson, have they all talked? Is the compensation already determined and Rodgers just has to give them the go-ahead to say, yep, all right, I'll play for them? Or is this a fact-finding mission on the part of the Jets and Rodgers that will then steer what that compensation will look like? Because as has been reported out of the New York media, there's some skepticism on the Jets' side about how much they should offer because of how long is he going to play. How much can the Packers reduce that cash number? Remember, his cap number this coming year isn't bad. It's all about that $60 million in cash that Aaron Rodgers is due. Okay, so that's another thing we don't know. But let's follow it up. Here's one thing we do know. Right this minute, yes, as of recording right now, this afternoon, Woody Johnson, his private plane, yes, he of Johnson & Johnson, the Jets owner who owns a jet, they have landed in California. They are going to meet with Aaron Rodgers. This has been verified by Green Bay Media. This has been verified by New York Media as well as the national outlets. This is happening. In fact, if you follow the right accounts on Twitter, uh, you would know that people have tracked that plane and it has indeed landed. But what we also know, per the New York Media, is the Jets didn't just like send their QB coach. They didn't just cap on the plane with the owner and the coach. No. The Jets said everybody. That's right. Owner, Woody Johnson. General manager, Joe Douglas. Head coach, Robert Saleh. Offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, that Hackett. Remember, he's at the Jets too. They sent the full court press of all the most important people that Aaron Rodgers will be associating with in the New York Jets. If he does wind up there. And not only that, but now you've got this paired with a bunch of Jets players going out onto their social saying, Hey... Aaron, come on down. 
including Sauce Gardner, who says, hey, man, you play for the Jets, we'll burn that cheese head together. Yeah. Still rubs me the wrong way if the Packers let him put on that cheese head after the Jets won. So we know Aaron Rodgers is in California. The Jets brass, the top of the top of the top level, are all there. And we don't know. Are they just going out to dinner? Are they meeting at Roger's house? Is he giving them tea? We don't know. But we do know that they're there. And you got to wonder, you know, for those in Green Bay, because people are very, very split on this, right? By all accounts, Green Bay, by all reporting, except for just a few names yet that are out there, a few reporters, the Green Bay Packers maybe don't entirely want Aaron Rodgers back. So how are they feeling right now? You know, like if they do, if the if Brian Gutekunst, Mark Murphy, Matt Lafleur, if they're all sitting in twelve sixty five Lombardi right now, if they're all just sitting there, knowing that the Jets are currently trying to woo your four time MVP, mm, doesn't that feel weird, bad, awful? And here's what I don't understand: Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, especially, he's the one who's saying it the most. But there are a few out there yet who are still saying that the Green Bay Packers are just open to any and all possibilities here. Rodgers wants to go to the Jets. Hey, have fun. We'll work out a trade. You want to retire? Hey, have fun. Go to a beach. We'll move on. You want to come back? Hey, sure. We'll make it work. (sighs) But to me, are you really telling me that the Green Bay Packers are indifferent to this? to one of the top five most franchise-altering decisions in the history of a hundred-year organization? I mean, we're talking this is nearly as big as Rockwood Lodge way back when. This is nearly as big as Vince Lombardi leaving or Favre leaving. This is one of the most momentous possible days in franchise history, and they're just chilling at 1265 Lombardi saying, Hey, whichever way this goes, we're fine. We're good. No, there's no way. They have a preference. They have a plan. They probably have multiple plans. But to say that the Green Bay Packers have no preference and they're fine with everything, as I think Ian Rappaport has mostly insinuated, that's got to be wrong. Has to be. And it's completely ignoring all of the reports that have said that the Green Bay Packers want to move on. And if you're looking for justification for that, I would point you to Michael Silver's article. Michael Silver has written probably the best, most logical outlay as to how the Packers could be feeling about Aaron Rodgers at this time. And basically it goes as, look, in the last two off seasons, there's been threat of Aaron Rodgers not coming back. So the Green Bay Packers have put on this full court press. Quotes included that says, gotta go get him. Got to bring him back. Bring him back into the fold. Bring back Cobb. Bring back Lewis. Whatever. Whatever he wants. Let's get him here. Oh, he wants the biggest contract in NFL history for $50 million a year that's going to completely hamstring the organization for the next few years? Give it to him. He's four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers. He's our quarterback. He's QB1. But now you get into this offseason... And suddenly the tune is quite different. And I think you, like, I'm not aiming to be insulting here to anyone, but I just don't see how anyone can see that. Brian Gutekunst talking at his Combine press conference saying they need to make sure that Aaron Rodgers is the right fit 
for the Green Bay Packers. Would you have seen him saying anything like that over the last two years? And for those saying, well, he's under contract now. He was under contract then. They were just fighting to get him back. So you're telling me that Brian Goodkunst is sitting around going, hey, it's fine if he comes back, but it's got to be the right fit. No, I'm not buying it. To me, it really feels like, as Michael Silver laid out in his article, the most logical stream of events that has occurred is they really, really, really wanted him back over the last two years. And they had questions about Jordan Love, so they weren't ready to move on. And then they found themselves in a bind to get Rodgers back. They had to give him this massive contract. And they really believed that by giving him that contract, that they would get the all-in version of Aaron Rodgers from years ago. They, I think they really did believe that, as Silver reported. And then, even after they gave the contract, they didn't get it. Rodgers didn't come to the optional stuff in the offseason. Rodgers didn't do the Patrick Mahomes thing where he, he, the quarterback, gets all the receivers together and they go to a camp or like a ranch and throw extra routes and stuff. They didn't do that. Rodgers continued doing his thing all offseason until he had to come back. And then you saw the slow start to the offense really didn't clicking until the end. And as Michael Silver points out, that that, because the offense didn't get clicking until the end, could be further justification of the Packers' frustration with Rodgers for not really working to get these new receivers in place. Doesn't that seem logical? To me, it does. And it perfectly explains why they would give the contract, but then feel betrayed after it was issued. And now be ready to move on. There's still so much to this story that we don't know. That we may never know. One is, how does Aaron Rodgers feel about this whole thing? But I will say this. I have seen the Green Bay Packers be much maligned. In all parts of the fandom. Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, where everyone lives. That the Green Bay Packers have no idea what they're doing. That this is embarrassing. That they're letting Aaron Rodgers call all the shots. Well, here's the thing. If the Green Bay Packers want Aaron Rodgers to move on, and this meeting with the Jets today goes the way it very well might, then the Green Bay Packers got what they wanted. And... You know, as Andy Herman pointed out on Twitter, I thought this was an excellent point. He said, they may stand to gain more from the divorce proceedings if they still appear as though the door is open for Rogers to return in a public way. Or if they're perceived as the good guy and Aaron is choosing to leave. See, the Packers don't have to make the play to push Aaron Rodgers out the door until Aaron Rodgers says unequivocally that he wants to come back. That's the leverage that the Packers hold. So they can leak all of these things. They can send Rodgers the message without bluntly saying it. And maybe by this time they have said it to him. We don't know. But they can do all of this leaking. They can do all this kind of thing 
to send the message to Aaron that, hey, we're moving on. And they don't have to truly be the bad guys until Rogers said, let's ignore the reports. I want to come back. So why would they be the bad guys until then? That's my train of thinking. It's all purposeful in my mind. Leak it here, leak it there, leak it here, leak it there. We're going to create distance on purpose. I'm going to make you leave me. Not the other way around. Because then at the end of the day, I can say, you left. I created the environment that made you leave, but you left. That's what I think they're trying to do here. And it's that they can leverage their compensation the most, as well as public relations. That's my take. You know, other than that, like, look, I still see the, the, this kind of denial out there of like, no, the Packers still want him back. The last two years when they truly wanted Aaron Rodgers back, did they let him go talk to another team? No, they did not. I think them allowing this conversation between Rodgers and the Jets, which they do not have to do, is sign enough as to how the Packers feel. And maybe, maybe there is a universe out there where Rodgers comes back to the Packers and said, I want in. And the Packers, maybe all the reporting was wrong, or maybe the Packers just don't have the brass to, to say, all right, we're moving on. And they acquiesce, and we run it back again. Whew. Maybe. Look, if Aaron Rodgers comes back, I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to be angry. But yeah, my personal opinion has been that it's time to move on. As I saw someone say on Twitter today, um, it's better to go 8-9 and nine with a young aspiring quarterback and more cap room and draft capital than it is to go 8-9 and nine with a 39-year-old quarterback. Yeah. So, we don't know a ton. We know that the Jets and Rodgers are talking. That's it. The rest, we're just figuring out as we go along. So, plan right now is I will be back with another episode tomorrow. If a trade goes down, you'll probably see me as soon as we know the terms of the trade. I don't know. I don't know. I know anyone who runs anything Packers related right now, their schedule for the week is just gone. They're just living minute by minute and refreshing all of the feeds of all of the news places that they have. So, at the very least, I'll be back tomorrow afternoon. And maybe if there's nothing going on with Rogers, maybe if there's not an hour-by-hour hour update, maybe I'll actually get to one of the topics that I meant to talk about this week before my son got sick and before all this happened. Maybe. But either way, Packer fans, take pride in that newspaper article that I showed earlier. We are. We are the fifth best. Thanks so much for checking out today's episode. I hope you're having a wonderful week. I really do. And as always, Go Pack Go.